Welcome to Kara's Cures Digital Show, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. And if you're listening on the podcast as well, welcome. I'm Kara Sundland. Today's episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. So having good health shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't just be for the privileged few. It shouldn't cost a lot of money. Uh, there are everyday ways to reclaim our wellness, but I know it can feel overwhelming, and certainly our health has suffered during the pandemic. So I'm speaking with author Jovanka Ciaris, and she has a new book out. We've got some practical steps to reclaim our wellness, and she is the author of Reclaiming Wellness, Ancient Wisdom for Your Healthy, Happy, and Beautiful Life. That's what we all want, right, Jovanka? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Kara. Welcome, welcome. I want to start with your journey. You did not always find being healthy easy, right? You went on a 15-year journey after being quite ill. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, you know, I was relatively young and looked relatively healthy, but my body was in a lot of pain. I struggled with IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, ulcers, endometriosis, fibroids, and uh, unfortunately, Western medicine didn't have a lot of solutions in way of healing those conditions are considered chronic but not life-threatening which was a blessing in many ways however I was in a lot of pain and I didn't want no for an answer so I went on that 15-year journey learning about Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine and mindfulness techniques and changing my diet and my lifestyle allowed my body to heal and it became such a passion that I left my corporate job to pursue this career in wellness. Yeah, uh, you left the the rat race, I guess, uh, but you want people to understand that you don't really have to leave your daily life to reclaim wellness. Um, I talk about you know, a lot of everyday practical tips on this show a lot because I'm a busy mom. I love health and wellness, but I have to, it has to be doable, right? So some of the things that you're doing here is that it doesn't have to cost a lot of money or take a lot of time. And it's really about little changes that can make huge, huge rewards in your health. That's exactly right. And and you are the perfect example of somebody that I talk to on a daily basis on my practice. If you expect a mother, a professional mother with a job and a career and family and people to take care of, to actually on top of that, add an extra three or four hours for self-care, that is not you know, it's actually not relatable and it's not realistic. So if instead we find time, right, preparation is the key. So I always tell my clients, you know, take your time on the weekend, find an hour where you can look around the house for a space that you can call yours. And what will be that those 20 minutes or that half an hour that you can care for yourself? Is that quintessential story of like, you have to put your mask on first, mm-hmm. but that's easier said than done, right? So if you prepare, if you have a little bit of clarity when you have a little bit more time, then you can plan your week to find those moments for self-care. So you talk a lot about plant-based diets, and uh, I, I, I understand the concept for sure. I, we all need to be eating as many fruits and vegetables as well. Have you found for some of your conditions that you really didn't want to eat your, any kinds of meats at all, or is it a combination? So for my conditions, the first thing that I noticed when I started doing research was that certain foods will affect my hormones. So I immediately eliminated them. To me, it was it was not that hard. For example, cheese wasn't hard for me to give up because I wasn't a cheese eater. But I do admit that people love cheese and it's hard for them to give up. Uh, so eventually, as I started to eliminate and reduce and replace certain foods and replace them with health, healthier versions of those foods, 
I started to also educate myself, read as many books as you can imagine, watch documentaries. And once you get to know a little bit better, it's hard to go back to behaviors that you know will be harmful at some point in your life. So it took time. I didn't become a 100% plant-based eater overnight. I became a quasi-vegetarian for many years. I went back and forth. And eventually I realized this was the lifestyle I needed to follow because I wanted my body to stay healthy and strong for decades to come. Yeah, and so many people are suffering from, um, whether it be IBS or digestion issues. We talk a lot about, we have a, a naturopath who comes on regularly on Kara's Cures about the importance of taking, you know, a really high quality supplement and a probiotic every day and, you know, a fish oil or something that, to keep inflammation down. There's another story people can watch on the foundational four, but if you want to start um, just with something small, like you, I love how you broke this up by day parts, because that's how I think of my day. What am I doing in the morning, the afternoon, the evening? And it's a little combination of self-care, some meditation or some breathing and foods. But like what's a, a small change you think people could make today uh, to incorporate something that can really make a difference? Yeah. You know, you mentioned supplements and I love them. I'm an herbalist by trade. So I love using herbs and supplements because I know how powerful they can be. And you don't have to break the bank. You don't need another line in your budget to actually incorporate them. You can go to the supermarket and buy a couple of teas, like boxes of teas. Like if you have some dandelion tea, which is very a tonic for the liver, for example, and very cleansing for your system, it's really yummy as well. And so it, the box will cost you 3 to $4. It will last you about two weeks if you take a tea every day. And now you're practicing herbalism, right? So, and you can, you know, use that example with everything else. Say, for example, instead of cooking your chicken every day with your salt and pepper, how about we add some cumin or some coriander or, or something yummy to make it palatable and different. And you're also using herbs that are really healthy and promoting for your digestive health, just as an example. So herbalism is one of the easiest ways to practice self-care and wellness because these herbs are ubiquitous and they're everywhere and they're relatively easy and inexpensive. Well, for example, a lot of people are, have allergies coming up and uh, tea can help, right? And there's some certain things we could do right now to alleviate allergies. And name a few uh, natural ways to maybe combat allergies. So let's assume that what you have is a, uh, an allergy that do it doesn't involve like coughing, for example. Let's, let's say it's a cough. If you have a cough, what you can do is you can actually infuse your honey or your um, vinegar with some thyme just a little time things that you find in the supermarket and you let that sit for about a week and then you take a teaspoon after that every single morning that cough will go away almost immediately say your allergy is more nasal in nature with a lot of congestion you can have different kind of herbs that, that will help you nettles is one that is very good for the, the the respiratory system you can take two or three cups a day or take it in pills for those people that may not be just very open about the idea of tasting a different kind of tea, you can take it in pill forms as well. Okay. Yeah. And teas are a great way. I find that teas, um, your next part is just even having some mindfulness. And I know uh, meditation sometimes has a charged word for some people or they think I got so much to do. I don't have time to meditate. I love the saying from a lot of people who've been on the show, essentially 
but you might want to make time to do the one thing that matters, which gets <laughs> to center yourself. But you yeah. have uh, part of your thing is just even mindfully drinking that tea in the morning, uh, maybe giving yourself 10 minutes to to really drink some tea that's going to help your digestion, help with weight loss and your your multitasking because you're centering yourself and you're having a little moment of joy before you begin the rat, rat race. Correct. And it could be, you know, it could mean that you would have to wake up an extra 15 minutes early in the morning. Say you're a, a mother with two or three kids and the kids are running around. You, you may need to wake up a little early or perhaps once the kid go, the kids go to sleep and the house is more quiet. You can sit in the bathroom and plug in your little meditation. It can be just music in the background or it could be a guided meditation. And it could be as little as five minutes, just Anything that is a gift to yourself, mm -hmm. it, you have to make it your, your own. It doesn't really have to fit a particular mold of some sort of like fancy guru that told you that it had to be this way. Yeah. You can actually make it your own. And the book involves, includes ideas of how to include one at a time if that's all you have time for. And if you have time for more, then you could do more. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the idea you say just go online because certainly there are some great apps. There's a free one, Insight Timer, that people can use. You can also sign up for Calm or Headspace. And it's great, you know, if you have a family, you can get your teens to hopefully do a little bit of this as well. But um, even just listening, like you said, to just some, some musics, there's, there's actually science between sound healing. So if you just go to YouTube and put in some healing sounds or ocean sounds, there's ways that that can calm our nervous system as well, just listening to music. That's exactly right. And the, the chapter on music and community is a really powerful one because music has been part of us from the time we were in utero. And so we know that it affects us positively or in other ways. So we, we can allow music to help heal us from trauma, from anger issues, but also to bring joy and happiness into our life. Yeah, you've got some, um, you know, it's very practical because there are some plans. Let's talk about um, the way of actually doing this because people hear this. And if you're listening on the podcast or watching on WCU Plus, I invite you to maybe do one small thing. Get some of this nettle tea or you said ashwagandha tea for those who need some energy. I like to have my green tea and dark chocolate every day in the afternoon. That makes me happy. Um, yeah, so, but there's one little thing, but uh, the act of trying to do too much is the reverse. It's going to overwhelm us, right? So you say we just kind of need to replace a behavior. Yeah, so there's, this, there's this method that I use with clients called the reduce and replace method. And it's the concept behind the idea that we as humans, it will take us 21 to 28 days to build a new habit. And we tend to be really reluctant to change, even though we are constantly changing. So if instead we start learning about how to change positively by slowly reducing certain behaviors and filling that void with something, right? Reduce and replace with something better. And so I give an example all the time. Say, for example, you're somebody that does not work out at all. You can't work out. You don't like it at all. So instead, we're going to reduce a little bit of that couch surfing, <laughs> maybe once a week and replace that with just one movement a day. And it could be just a small yoga, cl a yoga class or you can take a walk for 10 or 15 minutes back, come forth on the block. And then you do that for a few days, perhaps. And after that, you reduce that couch surfing down another day and replace that void with another workout. And you do that up to 28 days. Chances are at the end of the 28 days, you're going to feel very differently both emotionally and physically about that new habit.
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you talk, uh, and there's so much in the book, but you talk about skin, too. And I want to ask a question for so many of our younger listeners, like my daughter who struggles sometimes with breakouts or even women with our hormones, you know, whether you're going through uh, perimenopause or menopause, there's all kinds of things that can happen with hormones. So what's your advice for folks who also are uh, maybe wanting to reclaim some good skin health? Yes. So the book talks about how we've been using oils, for example, for thousands of years. I think the ancient Egyptians started using oils for beauty regime, but also for healing. So I love my base oils. They're relatively inexpensive and they last a very long time. And you can infuse them with essential oils and then add them into your routine. In the book, I mentioned one tiny little routine that I do every night, especially when the nights are very cold to uh, keep my feet warm and help me have a really restorative sleep. And I just simply massage my feet with these essential oils and these base oils and then put some socks on and just get under my blanket and I have a fantastic nice rest. Yeah, yeah, so essential oils and what's the other type of oil you're talking about? It's called base oils. So they're essentially oils that we're talking about coconut oil or even olive oils. So they're based in nature. You can actually put them directly on the yes. skin versus some essential oils, which could be a little bit abrasive to the skin. And you just simply add those essential oil drops to the base oil so that you can then apply it to the skin in a safer way. Okay, the base oils, right. And people don't realize we've done a whole show on olive oil. Uh, thank you, Dr. Artemis Morris, who's on the Olive Oil Council. But even, right, using it for baby massage or putting it anywhere. But olive oil is very anti-inflammatory. You can put it on a rash. So a lot of this stuff we already have, and it doesn't, it's not going to hurt us to try it. Absolutely. And you can put it almost anywhere in the body. You, you, and it's not just um, olive oil is an amazing example, but there's coconut oil. There's, um, there's sesame oil for when days are really cold and coconut is when the days are a little bit warmer. So there's a lot that you can do with these oils. And then if you add essential oils on top of it, then they smell amazing. They have the capacity of changing your, your emotional state and helping you relax or helping you wake up in the morning. They're just incredible. Well, you know, and a lot of us have gotten away from baths, not me. I love them. But, uh, you know, my grandmother, I think, used to think get in the bath with some Epsom salts and it would cure everything. And I, I probably sound like that to my kids. But whether you have muscle aches or you're feeling blue, taking a warm bath, putting some Epsom salts, and you recommend just take yeah, some essential oils you like. Um, there's reasons for all of them, but maybe just like how the lavender smells or the eucalyptus smells and putting a few drops in the bath. You could stay there for maybe 10 minutes and, and that could be a whole game changer for before you go to bed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Baths is like in a, incredibly inexpensive, right? It's free for you. All you have to do is get in the bath and add whatever makes you happy. And you made a good point about you remembered your grandmother telling you about Epsom salts. And that is the key, right? Like talk to your elders, remember some of the stories that your great aunt and your other elders in the family have told you about some of these plants and some of these products and re-embrace them, reclaim them. They're ours. They're part of our ancestors and their hours to reclaim. Right, and I think as Americans, we're a little less familiar, um, uh, you know, with all of this, and it seems like so much to learn. But uh, it's important to say that this is a great book, right? It's Reclaiming Wellness, and uh, I just want to give it to everyone. Jovanka Ciares, so they can find you there as well, and they can follow you on social media. It's J-O-V-A-N-K-A. C-I-A-R-E-S. 
So, and we have, for those who are watching, it's up on the screen right now, and I'll share this as well. But this doesn't have to be complicated, and it's it's not like, oh, I picked the wrong tea. It's not going to hurt you. You just are going to find, um, I just had a little stomach upset on a vacation, and the one thing I could find at the hotel um, was some uh, chamomile tea. They didn't have any ginger tea, but they had chamomile tea, which was good enough. Or like the old days of people sipping on bitters. I'm like, the bar probably has bitters, which apparently is made from ginger. I mean, there's, there's stuff, people can Google this, they can write it in your book, but we're getting, we're starting to reclaim something that um, has really been around for thousands of years. Absolutely. You're in the know. I'm listening to you talk about ginger and bitters, and I'm like, oh, you are definitely in the know. So if you don't know, just ask the people around you because chances are somebody's going to know about it, and it can benefit you in more ways than one. Well, I get to interview wonderful people like you, but I also, I sometimes will just Google natural remedy for stomach ache and it, it will come up. <laughs> yeah, that's what are. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. And, and, you know, this is a great book that can, you know, simplify it if, if it, it's meant for people who don't maybe know a lot about this. And I know you've been, spent a lot of time studying different modalities and finding things that are, that people can do that are doable. I love the idea that things could be practical. We can all walk on the ground and take our shoes off and that's something that can help right it's, it's essentially simple ways to going back to common sense to reclaim our natural state of wellness yes Devanka, thank you so much for being with us and again the book is reclaiming wellness i have it here in my hand can people get it anywhere yeah anywhere books are sold Okay, so find it anywhere books are sold, and uh, you can follow Jovanka on her website. We'll throw that up uh, one more time. It's just her name, jovankaciares.com. Also, she's used her name for social media and all the platforms, so follow her there as well. Thank you so much for being with us on Kara's Cures. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And you can watch more content. We were mentioning some of the other episodes. You can go back on WFSB Plus and watch different Kara's Cures episodes or listen to the podcast uh, on other topics that might interest you on the cutting edge of wellness. Hope you're having a great day. Everyone else will share these on my social media. You can follow me at Kara Sundlin. Take care and be well.